Will you kids keep it down in there? Your mother's got a splitting headache! And knock off that boasting! If the same old senseless posturing has got you ready to chunk your terrarium and start raising sea monkeys, hold the bus. You've got the bragging rights to the best mix of freeform music and public affairs. Right here on WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor, 88.3, Radio Free. No lying. I can speak 12 languages and turn into plastic, man. Well, I could talk to animals and turn into Stretch Armstrong and The Flash. I've seen Star Wars and Planet of the Apes 8 trillion times. Yeah, well... I see Tatum O'Neill naked. Yeah, well, I could eat 900 boxes of Count Chocula, and my uncle used to host Whopper Room, and he knows Count Chocula, Godzilla, and Bruce Lee personally. I got an iron neck. Hey, I thought I told you to keep it down in there. If I hear one more word, you're getting head cheese for dinner, and I mean it. I can juggle machetes. Man, I ate the brown acid at Woodstock. You liar. Oh no, not more bass. my breath and count to a zillion. I can fly. I can stretch and stretch for a million billion miles till I'm the highest man in the world. Yeah, well, I could become a giant robot with magic death rays. That's nothing, man. I can't be burnt. Like, I could eat flame and stick my head in an oven and close the door and turn invisible and count... Hey, well, I guess we're just going to get started. Um, <laughs> um, you're listening to Closets Over Clothes on WCBN. Uh, yeah, really. Or something. I should turn on the mics, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I was just looking for some intro. So, yes, we are listening to Closets Over Clothes, uh, WCBN, FM Ann Arbor, uh, 88.3 on your dial or on your digital. Yeah, and it's Wednesday, May 17th. 17th. Yes. So. 2006, in case you're keeping track of that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is exactly. like the craziest mic ever. So we're in a different studio this today. And it feels kind of awkward. It does, doesn't it? I feel as though I'm, I don't know, actually talking to that crowd, looking out, and none of them are wearing clothes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they tell you to to do for... Exactly. So I'm still trying to figure out... What's um, going on? Our, our mic situation. So, um... Oh, okay. Well, it keeps flashing red. But anyway. Um, well, I think we're fine. Okay. Great. Good. We just don't want it to stay in the red. Ah. It can bump up there every once in a while, but you don't want it to stay there. Yeah. So. Well, I'm a little concerned. Um, Alex, our engineer, is. this was going to be his last night with us right. for the summer. And um, and, and he was, he's going to be going off to... Do some traveling and and um and, and I and uh, so we were gonna wish him well and all that good stuff. Well, we can wish him well even though he's not here. Yes, exactly. 
So, goodness. Well, good luck, Alex. That's right. Man, oh man. Hopefully we'll see you in the fall. This is awkward. I feel like Meredith is sitting behind me. <laughs> I, I would sit closer, but my microphone. Well, and there's nowhere for you to put your legs if you sit any closer. Like, I'm practically having to do the splits to sit this close. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Boy, we're painting such a great picture, I'm sure. <laughs> folks out there who, you know, have never well, seen the studio we're sitting in. That's right. Well, we usually sit at a, um, like a table and, um, and so we can be able to sit very comfortably, kind of like a dining table with a computer on it. And, um, we have. Now, we're we sitting at like a, well, a, a DJ decks with turntables and right and Dan is on the side where there's leg room. Total like control. I know. I was gonna say. I feel like he's totally in control. Yeah, this. and we. Are, I don't like what you have to say. I'll just turn it out. We are sitting on the other side where there's nowhere to be. <laughs> it just feels like you're floating out in space. Plus, this it room does. is so like decorated with random things. I yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I like this room because I feel. I feel like a DJ because it's yeah. kind of like the library. It has all the LPs and CDs and and cassettes and um, I've always really I've always liked this room. And, I do too. It's and, cool in here. Yeah. So I just although I, it, it is hot, it is warm down it's here this stuffy. morning. Yeah, yes. stuffy. So anyway, so how are you, Christy? I thought we were going to introduce a new well, co-host well, we tonight. We were, but we sadly we were a friend of ours' mother died, and so we were out oh. all day oh, at the funeral and. And the afterglow or whatever that thing is after a funeral. And mm-hmm. um, she just needed to be at home. So yeah, yeah. she'd had enough. She'd had around. enough of being around folks. But she will be here. She'll okay. come visit us. Terrific. I, I'm good. I have a non-baby related thing to talk about. Because Super. remember a couple weeks ago when we talked about body waste and people wiping it or putting oh. it places where it doesn't belong. <laughs> Oh yeah, I do remember oh that. Yeah, you you <laughs> brought to that forget up, it. right? Okay, so I'm laying in bed, and I I read books from the library. That's where I get a lot of the things that I read. And I'm laying in bed. You almost said that like that was craziness that you. Well, some people <laughs> think it is craziness that you. Well, why wouldn't you just buy it? Um, but anyway. I'm laying in bed trying to read this book, and it is a relatively recent book in a in the the A is for Alibi, the Alphabet Mysteries oh, by yes. Sue Grafton. So it's R is for Ricochet, and S is for whatever is the most recent one. So this is a pretty recent right. book. It's still in hardcover. So I'm reading it, reading it, and you know, of course, not really sleep. It's like 4 a.m. Baby's kind of you know whatever. And all of a sudden, out from the back of the book falls a folded up Kleenex. And I was like, huh, somebody was using a Kleenex as a bookmark. That's random. Yeah. Like, that's a weird thing to use as a bookmark. Well, I went to, like, open it up or, like, whatever, and it was a used Kleenex. Oh. Somebody had left. They had neatly folded it after they used it. That's You're kidding. It was very neatly folded into fourths. It was folded in what half the and then in half again. And it was not unfoldable, if you know what I'm saying. Right, right, right. It was fused together. It was fused together. But not fused to the pages. No. Wow. No. And it was and it, it was like 4, literally like 4 a.m. I was like, that is so disgusting. Yeah. Why would someone, first of all, shame on the library staff for not flipping those books around a little bit <laughs> to get that stuff out of there. But also, how gross that that person did that. Well, was well, it a book on dancing at all? No, it was a mystery novel about oh. dancing. Yeah, I was wondering if it had a little boogie in it. Uh, <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Dan, that should be illegal. <laughs> That was horrible. Oh, Dan. Sorry. <laughs> that was a really bad joke. <laughs> and it didn't, anyway, it didn't have a little boogie in it. It had a whole lot. Oh. Well, maybe so. they were like crying. I don't know how the book It's ends. not that kind of book. Oh. I doubt anybody would cry Some over a Sue Grafton book. Buy, cry at little things. That's true. Wow. They blew their nose and folded it up and was going to put it away and then shh. Yeah, very awkward. Very awkward. Yeah. Very strange. But, you know, that's kind of one of the exciting things about using, like, public stuff, because you really have no, (laughs) you know. I want to go shake out the library book I'm currently reading. Right. Yeah, it does. And you should. Everyone should go shake it out. Shake it out. Shake it out. Whatever you checked out of the library. (laughs) Because it was nasty. Yeah. And it was not something I really wanted to have happen. 
in the middle of the night. You right. know, right. it was just, no. No, there, there's not. So, how are you? Fact, I'm, I'm good. I was actually there. just at the library, and I was sitting there hey, reading Alex. my book, trying to give myself some time to, you know, do something between oh. work and here. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there reading, and this man started oh, to well, tell his okay, daughter about the Tintin you. magazine, the comic so, books, and how, like, all great comic books are based on that. And he's telling her this great okay. story. And then he finishes, and he says, well, Daddy's okay. now going to do something okay. that you're probably going to have no all interest right. in. So See can you, you find something to entertain Bye. yourself with? I thought it was just the strangest, the way he said it to her, like, okay, I'm done with you. It's time to go. That is fascinating. <laughs> it was very, very weird. <laughs> That is weird. Isn't it? Daddy's going to go off and do something you'll have no interest in now. So I'm find a way trying to, to fathom what that would be. I like, thought, is he going to look at internet porn? How old was the child? Mm, ten, maybe. She was a young girl. It was, she was with her dad. It was just fascinating. Weird. Isn't that like a weird... I just thought it was the weirdest thing to say. Like, you took your daughter to the library, you told her about Tintin, and then you said, okay, see ya. Right, I'm done with you. I'm going Be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so strange. Isn't it? I'm d- I just, well, I wonder what he was going to do. I know. Like, what little activity did you have planned for yourself? And and I've been around nine and ten year olds, and you know what? There's not much that adults do they're not interested in. Right. I think she was a so, little disappointed because she sort of stood there in that section of the library kind of looking at things and kind of wondering what she was going to do next. Right. So... Weird. Yeah. So how was your Mother's Day? Completely uneventful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I think we went out to dinner, but that was a mistake because so did everybody else. It is the number one thing people do to celebrate their mothers. And it was weird because we didn't, we think of going like, we went to the Olive Garden and to us, that's like going to Taco Bell. Like that's not a nice (laughs) place to eat, right? Right. It's just a little bit nicer than Taco Bell or whatever. If we, it's a step up from, it's a step up from fast food. It's not, I mean, the food's okay. There happens to be a particular dish there that I love. And so that was sort of the instigator for like, Uh, I would really like to eat X. And so we went there. Well, Everybody took their mom to Olive Garden on Sunday. <laughs> you know what's funny is we used to take my mom and my sister-in-law's mother to Olive Garden. The like last two years that we actually did Mother's Day as a, like an entire family, mm-hmm. that's where we took them. And they, yeah, and they were like, it'll be like an hour wait. It was like three o'clock in the afternoon and they were, cause we eat, our meal schedule is nothing like normal oh, people yeah. anymore. Yeah. And we eat dinner at like 10 o'clock. We eat breakfast at noon. And lunch falls somewhere in between. And sometimes at 3 a.m. And sometimes and we're <laughs> eating at 3 a.m. Right. But they were like, you'll have like an hour wait. And we were like, really? There's just two of us and a baby? All right. Well, we decided to wait because we determined that it would probably be similar wherever we went. Yeah. Right, right. But 10 minutes later, they were like, "Do you? would you like a booth? Could you sit in a booth? And I was like, we were both like, That's well, weird. why couldn't we sit in a booth? Well, did you think we couldn't like that's that's where I went with the baby they were like well we thought you'd want one of those chairs to put your infant carrier in and we're like well couldn't you still do that at a booth exactly or we could you know put the infant carrier next to us in the booth I mean we the only time we or we could just put her underneath Right. Just slide her right underneath the kicker all throughout That's dinner. Right. You I mean, just rock her the whole time. We That's only right. use the infant carrier at restaurants. Like if we're going shopping, she doesn't. We put her in a sling and carry her. Oh, nice. Um, but the, at the restaurant, it's Probably really more comfortable for you than carrying around that infant. It carrier. is anyway. That infant carrier. Well, when is you like use the, the sling, you have thing. both hands free. Right. You have the infant carrier carrying around the baby plus something that weighs a lot more than the baby. Yeah. It's and it's awkward <laughs> to put her down. It doesn't feel right to be like, here, let me put you on the floor while I put you <laughs> Exactly. <in the> d- <laughs> well, but I, my biggest fear, though, with the sling is that um, I feel it, I feel like it's got like a hammock and it's going to tip any moment. That's just kind of how it's I feel about so it. It's like four or five feet wide. Right, but I still feel that they're going to move, and I, it's just like, oh. well, I used to babysit for uh, a friend of mine when um, her kid- You got the kid on their head. Well, no. <laughs> it was, he He was five years old, and she says, okay, I'm going out to, I'm doing, I'm going out and doing some education at some bars, so I will not be, like, even back here till three. And so I was like, okay, no problem, and she shows up at, like, 3.15 or whatever, and um, she's like, have you been awake this whole time? I said, well, yeah, and she's like- well, is he okay? And I said, well, yeah, he's been sleeping since 9 o'clock. And she's like, well, 
why are you still awake like this? And I says, well, sudden infant syndrome. You know, what if he dies or something like this or suffocates like this or whatever? And she's like, Dan, he's five. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. It's not you know? a concern. It's, like, it's less of a problem at that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I just was so afraid that I'm going to do something and I'm just going to just totally regret it and just like. Kids are pretty resilient. I know. My brother, yeah. we used to, I used to babysit for the woman next door to us who had two kids and my brother would occasionally come over and like play with them while I was babysitting and one time they were wrestling him and the boy were wrestling upstairs uh-huh. and the kid jumped on my brother's back and my brother like kind of walked backwards into the wall like in a wrestling move and oh my god oh my word oh my god it was fine he was totally fine he was more like scared that his mom was going to be mad about the oh yeah about the wall, wall. yeah well, she maybe wanted to put in a, a buffet. You know? There was, I, I can understand your hammock fear of the sling, but I'm telling you, there's so much fabric on either side of that kid. They're not flipping out. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, then I feel like we're going to suffocate. <laughs> do, jumping around and like right. tossing the child in the hammock. Uh, oh. <laughs> You're not supposed to that do that? That be your mistake there, Dan. That where you went wrong. That could be what you're doing wrong. So how are you, Dan? Um, I'm I, I, I'm doing okay. I, I was... Um, uh, I, I'm doing okay. It's one of those things I okay. really wasn't surprised. I was kind of surprised because I was really like planning to, to be doing a lot of... Oh, uh, you want to come over after the show? Uh, yeah, I, I wish. Well, and that's one of the things that's been... Uh, I know, I was actually kind of thinking, oh, goody, I love holding babies. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, but one of the things that um, I, uh, I did actually come come across, and I know we're not a religious show, but I'm going to actually uh, share this a little bit kind of thing, is um, why God made moms. All right. Um, and they're brilliant answers that were given by second uh, second grade school children to, um, to the following questions. Why did God make mom mothers? Um, she's the only one who knows where the scotch tape is. Um, mostly to clean Not the true house. In my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Nobody oh, that's, knows. That's I was gonna say. Oh my gosh. Um, um, or to help us out. Uh, help us out of there when uh, we were getting born. Um, another one was, uh, mm-hmm. um, why did, uh, God give you your mother and not some other mom? Number one, we're related. <laughs> Sweet. Um, um, and number two, God knew she, she likes me a lot more than the other, other, uh, the other people's moms like, um, like me. That was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one I thought I had highlighted that I thought was really funny. Um, um, um uh I'm sorry. But it was very it was very interesting. Like there was one that why does your mother um do in her spare time? Um uh, mothers don't do spare time. Uh or number two, to hear her tell tell it she pays the bills all day long. Um and then what what would it take for your mom, uh your mom to be perfect? Um what would it take to make your mom perfect? Number one, on the inside, she's already perfect. Outside, I think she, she, uh, I think some kind of plastic surgery would help. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Um, that is so rude. Or number two, diet, D I E T. You know, her hair. I, I diet, D I D I E T. Maybe blue. <laughs> um, uh, and then um, if you could, could change one thing about your mom, what would it be? She has this weird thing about me keeping my my uh, room clean. I get rid of that. Um, or, <laughs> or two, I'd make mom uh, smarter. Then she would know it was my sister who did it and not me. <laughs> um, but there was one that was I just thought was really, really funny. And of course, I can't find it now. But anyway, but... Um, and yeah, so I was just kind of spending spending some time with, with mom and and uh, um, and and the family and things. It was very it was a very quiet, relaxing Mother's Day. So um, yeah, yeah, it was kind of a nice thing. So, but yeah, so um, I know I stepped out for a little bit. Did we ask how Meredith was? We did, but she quickly deflected it back to me. So uh-huh. and I mean, she did talk for a minute. She did <laughs> answer my question. I've been really tired. Oh, what's up with that? I I can relate, girl. I don't know. And I can't seem to drag my butt to the gym. 
Oh. Uh-oh. I have a confession to make, Dan. I didn't go to the gym last night. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll I tell you. I you that I would go, and I was all like, yeah, I'm going, and then I got in my car, and I went home. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and you really don't have much of an excuse, because the gym is right next to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really you is. You could walk there. Yes. I could. I could totally walk there, and I just, I don't know what happened. I lost my ability to move to the gym in any sort of timely fashion. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Well, we'll make up for that tonight. We'll uh, do some a few extra laps. Maybe while we're holding the baby, we'll, like, you know, lift her over our heads a couple times, you know. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's also been kind of an interesting thing, too, is oh. that, um, and, and I don't know if we if I can share this on the air oh, about what right. people think about it. Um, Meredith and I uh, happen to go uh, to the gym quite often together, and so a lot of people... A lot of people think we're married. That's exactly. Well, that's where I was going to go, is that people think, like, oh, where's your wife? If I go by myself, it's like, oh, where's your wife? Or if Meredith goes, it's like, oh, where's your husband? And things like this. And, it's, and so it's been kind of an awkward, like, trying to explain to them, because part of me thinks, like, I really shouldn't have to share, oh, by the way, I'm gay. Right. Um, it's kind of, and it's like, well, why would you assume she's my wife? And actually, I did ask one person, and they said, well, because you guys harass each other so often, like couples do, <laughs> you know, that you, like, both, like, get at each other, and right down to the core, it's uh, when you're, um, you know, mad at each other or something, I was like, oh, God, do I I'm have to? i mad at you, or are you mad at me? Well, there's been some times where you've actually, like, I've said one more lap, and you've, like, like, so I went right <laughs> after me, like, this or whatever, and they're like, woo, the eyes all get big around us and things, but... Um, so yeah, so it was kind of an, um, and so ever since that, uh, article has come out, I can tell who's, re- who reads the NMR news and who doesn't read the NMR news because you mean the, the article on closets, right? We recently had an article, okay. um, uh, back in not mid April article about you and Meredith not being married. Married, Right. Exactly. Although Thank you very much. That's a coming feature. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Front page. Right. That's right. It'll be this, it'll be this cool picture with like a jagged line down the middle <laughs> between you two. They're not married. <laughs> exactly. And I'm sure all of Ann Arbor is waiting for that one. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden Ann Arbor news uh, sales go down <laughs> for the day. No, no, cancel my subscription, please. Yeah. But yeah, so when they came out with the closets article um, in mid-April, and uh, so I can tell who reads the news and who doesn't read the news. I either get this like while I'm going toward the deep end in the pool, and like I'm with one other person, that other person will say, you know, I read that article that you did a really great article. That's really great. Keep that up. Um, or uh, I like that people like whisper things because I've had other people talk to me about the article and sort of whisper about it. And yes. Like, Clearly, I'm okay with it because I was on the cover <laughs> of the newspaper. So right. whispering really not a You don't have to whisper about the gay stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. With me anyway. Yeah, right. Did you catch I'm... the name of the show? <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. And um, and that's the other thing too is all the variations that we always get. You know, like you know the clothes closet or the you know <laughs> it's it's a that's a whole different show. Yeah, right, exactly. Entirely different show. Oh, more fashion based. Right, even though some of our funders have requested uh, more talk <laughs> of the fashion. Right. That's right. <laughs> but um, but at the same time, though, there are folks that are like. Uh, that have actually not necessarily stopped talking about us being married, but that it's it's this. Um, like, oh, that answers a lot of questions. Um, you know, or... Um, that explains why they drive home in different cars. cars yeah. And I say, bye, see you tomorrow. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very funny. Or and, why I have a boyfriend. Yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> hello. Oh, I love that part. What I just think, oh, so where's Meredith? I said, oh, I think she's with her boyfriend. And they were like, excuse me? <laughs> like this, and like, wow, I'm, you have one of those kind of married. Yeah. yeah, we're polyamorous. <laughs> That's right. And I, if, and if I had my wits about me and I would have known how Meredith would have felt about it, I would have said, well, yeah, doesn't every, you know. Right, uh, right. Everybody? Does, yeah, exactly. And I hang out with my boyfriends and my girlfriends. And <laughs> we actually, all just I just share a common bed. Yeah. Whoever's there at the time is welcome. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Actually, I did find, I was shopping for Mother's Day this weekend, and I did find a little sculpture that said, Every time I find Mr. Wright, my husband scares him away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's pretty cute. That but, is pretty cute, yes. actually. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so, but then, uh, but then I have to admit, I mean, I know we said this in the article where we, we think that there are folks out there that um, have 
that, that, that listen to us that are not out and they're you know and that there are some teenagers out there that that were their their only connection to the community and I've actually had a couple people um, react to that saying, oh, like, you know, my daughter uh, would love that article or, you know, my ba- daughter just came out from a little more sensitive to those issues. Or also parents, like not really knowing what to, how to connect with their child on the issue. Yes. Saying, hey, I listened to that with my daughter. She really liked it. Yeah. And so it was a hmm. really an interesting, so we've, it, it's really done a lot. Of, I was really surprised on how, what, what, what good has actually happened out there because of that article and so i was i was really yeah happy. you know i was funny you're reminding me of this interaction i had with the somebody at a grocery store i got recognized by my voice again <laughs> i love it but the woman that was the cashier and she actually the whole time she was waiting on me she kept closing her eye whenever i would talk she would close her eyes it was very weird <laughs> and I, was, I kept looking at her like what's going on you know <laughs> And finally, at the end, she hands me my change, and she said, "You're Christy from the radio." <laughs> I was like, "I am. You're right." <laughs> it was just sort of like, it was like she was trying so hard. She's like, "I know that voice. I know that voice." Right, right. You know, and she, and she was then also very um, praiseworthy of the show. You know, saying, oh good, good, it's a great show. Thanks for doing it. Exactly. And all that business. Aww. You know, yeah. It, it, it is interesting to hear um, that sort of feedback mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about the stuff, especially since that article came. And if this that article is why you're listening to the show, thanks. And yeah, welcome. yeah. Welcome to the show. We're happy you read, and now we're happy you listen. Exactly. Very good. Dang. I try. So, Norman, this is where we prepare like a PSA of an upcoming guest. Do you guys want to do any? Like, can you do good imitations of any of our um, folks? I could maybe do a Jeremy. I was just thinking the only thing I could do would be Jeremy. You do your Jeremy. No, I'm not. You do your Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could do it without laughing. I know I couldn't do it without laughing. <laughs> Jeremy is super gay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can yes. hear his voice in my head. I can, too. Oh, totally. Yeah. And they, they have a very deep voice of like, hi, this is Jeremy um, for the Washington Rainbow Action Project. Uh, you can listen to, thank you for listening to Closet Superclose. That's not nearly gay enough. Yeah, I know. Like, well, but then he goes, but then like he, but at the Bush end though, I love the fact that he does this really like very serious thing or whatever. And then he goes, and, and I'm super gay. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so yes, yeah, so and we are expecting him sometime tonight and as well. So in the next forty-five minutes. Well, let's, let's make it about a half hour. Yeah. <laughs> it may be forty-five. <laughs> so, um, um, I wanted to give you an update about last week's conversation oh, about the fantastic. LGBT. Yeah. So, so now, what was the conversation we were having? Um, last week, Dan brought in an article about the fact that they're the Arab American LGBT community have sort of lost between the gay community and the rest of the American society in terms of not really being welcome in either place because in one section in the sort of mainstream or non gay community not being welcome because they're gay and then in the gay and LGBT community not being welcome because they're Arab American and maybe quote unquote terrorists or whatever you mm-hmm. may want to mm-hmm. worry about. Label them with. Right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started to talk about the fact that in Iraq there was, a, or one of the Ayatollahs in Iraq had issued a fatwa saying that LGBT people should be killed in the most grotesque, harmful, you know, savage way possible, basically. Um, and an LGBT group in the UK called Iraqi LGBT um, has been lobbying and um, demonstrating in front of the like London office of the Ayatollah Ali Astistani's um, office, and basically have lobbied him so that he's now taken that message off of his webpage, so that um, because. There have been killings, and he says yes. he's not in favor of that. And they even deny that there was ever a fatwa on the webpage at all. But if anyone's interesting, you can actually look, hop on pinknews.co.uk. 
dot com that's or just type in Iraqi LGBT and it comes up with an article about um, exactly what the web page said and what the fatwa was and then also how the Iraqi LGBT group ended up taking that um, taking that particular fatwa on and being successful in removing it from the web page. And that's terrific that we've been able to that they were actually able to do that mm-hmm. and um, and and I just hope that it's it's not too late, that it's not created. Um, well, I think that's I think that the second piece of what they're trying to do in the future is say, okay, well, you put this on there, you now need to talk <clears throat> about why you it people took it the wrong way. Um, what they're what the um, Ali Al Stasani's people were saying was that oh well it's only in you know religious courts that we can actually deem killing okay and so you can't actually go out and do that um but in fact they haven't removed it from if you look up the word lesbian on their webpage on that particular it still says that you should commit this crime so they've not completely won uh-huh. the issue, but they have to an extent that he right. even even acknowledge the efforts of an LGBT community at all, I think, is probably a huge, huge thing for them. Right, so. right. Well, that's. I mean, at least he's he's at least pulled that off of his his. Um, at least part uh, of his webpage. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and hopefully do some uh, reconciliation. I hope. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it. successful they'll be on that piece of it, but hopefully. Great. Terrific. So we're going to listen to some music for a little bit here and uh, take a little musical break, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. trying to figure out the baseline to that Paula Abdul song, Forever Your Girl. Oh, yeah, I love that song. I wish I could hear more Paula Abdul on the radio. 
You can. On WCBN, FM Ann Arbor. Really? 88.3. It's all Paula all the time. Awesome. Great. And we are on the air. <laughs> Woohoo! So thank you, Alex, for coming in tonight. I appreciate it. Um, he's going to make us... Uh, it's going to sound much better now. I can tell. It is. It already sounds better. Yes. Exactly. We've only said like 20 words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, already, I feel better. Already better. I feel better. I feel normal. Uh, Woohoo! I was feeling off kilter in that other room. Yes. Like, yes. I was doing this here. show sideways. Yeah. Upside down. Upside down. Something. Backwards. And by returning here, we were uh, a miracle. No, I should say a miracle. That was rude. Um, The um, because you interpreted incorrectly, sir. I'm sorry. Um, Is that we have been graced by the presence of uh, Jeremy Merkley. He was loitering in the hall as we moved down the down to the other studio. He was in the men's bathroom reading things again. Yeah. Yeah. No writing things. Oh. See. It's Jeremy. Jeremy. That's who's doing it. <laughs> so welcome to I, I was gonna say welcome to rap, but it's welcome to closets. <laughs> so doesn't look like rap. <laughs> no, not with the new new place. Goodness. Yeah. Uh, very so exciting. Yeah. So, so how was the open house? It was great. We had seventy four people come through that day. Fantastic. Wow. Which was awesome. A lot of people just there as, you know, support and Loved the space. Everyone was just like, oh, my God, it's so great. It was just wonderful. Great. Did they sound that gay when they said it? No. <laughs> oh, nor, my God. Nor that, that so like, croak. I have gunk in my throat. I'm oh, sick. Wow. What have you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he was it. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> but I am blushing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting over. I'm on medication and. Wow. Well, I hope you feel better. Ouch. Yeah, it's so, good. <laughs> so what's going on at RAP? Oh, we are gearing up for lots of stuff. Um, the one thing that I was um, going to talk about a little bit was um, Pride this year. Oh. Boston Pride. Yeah, because June is fast approaching. approaching. Yes. Yeah. Um, June. 17th. It's the third Saturday in... Um, it's a month from today. The third actually. Saturday in June? Yeah, oh, yes, the third it Saturday is. in June. It is a month from today. Well, our Pride this year is not going to be... There's a lot of stuff going on at Ipsy and mm-hmm. fees and all that stuff. We just uh, couldn't... Couldn't do it. Do it. And because Raps has been going through a lot of you know changes too, everything has just gotten really jumbled. And it was just... This year, we're, it's going to be easier and better to do it as a picnic again. Oh. So it's not going to be like last year. Okay. But don't worry, that will be revived. Um, okay. Terrific. Transition year is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. It's so it's still going to be at the same place or is it going to be a new place? No, we're going to be at West Park in Ann Arbor. I love West Park. Which is um, Miller and Huron. I don't know where that Between is. Between yeah. somewhere in that mm-hmm. area. Where the um, half shell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On the west side of town. Yeah. I don't go over there. <laughs> the riffraff live over on that side of town. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm sure a lot of them would be surprised to hear you call them that. In their giant houses. Riffraff. <laughs> 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 so this year, yeah, it's, it's a transition year um, for Pride, and we've already got pretty much a planning committee for 2007 together. Fantastic. So we're going to start working on the next years and try and um, get, get it bigger and better than we've okay. ever had it and made, make it rival to uh, Motor City and Lansing. and We'll see. Okay. We've got a big LGBT... Uh, I'm Stop. sorry. Yes. I'm still... Still on meds. Yeah. Yes. We have so. a big community, and there's no reason we shouldn't have a big pride to celebrate our community. Definitely. So just bring basically bring a picnic and things to do in the park. And yep. Uh, yep. Um, we're just going to stress, you know, family and um, community come together, have a picnic, enjoy the weather, enjoy each other's company. Frolic. Frolic in the park. 
Fantastic. Yeah. So it's not going to be a big production this year, but we we're gonna um, we've but re- be nice, reserved though. the space and yeah. it'll be ours. Right. I mean, it'd be it'd be nice to just have a just a quiet pride as well. I mean, so it's relaxing. Right. There, you know, there's not all these activities I got to do, or right. You know, and just be able to just enjoy be the day. Social. Yeah, it's much of a social. So that's really nice. Yeah. So, so you know, bring your own whatever. Um, but there are basketball courts, tennis courts, softball fields. Mm-hmm. I think there's volleyball spaces, and there's playground for kids and. Great. Wow. Very low key. Good. So bring your picnic and your sunblock. Right. Yes, definitely. And are you guys participating in uh, Lansing or at all this year? Um, We're going to have a booth. Okay. There, we're going to have a booth at Hotter Than July, and we're also going to have a booth at um, Motor City. Okay. So we'll be at all three events. Okay. So definitely. And do you know when those dates are off the top of your head? It's okay if you don't. I just. The first weekend in June is. Motor City. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the third and the fourth. Okay. Okay. And Ju- hotter than July is in July. <laughs> what a shot! <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's a it's a big it's like a week long. Hotter than July yeah. is like yeah. many many events. It's awesome. Yes. It's so awesome. And um, then doesn't the Lansing one happen like the the Saturday before the third Sunday? It happens like the weekend of Father's Day. Or something. Right. Yeah, it's always yeah. the Saturday before Father's Day. Okay. So there Whenever we go. Which is, I think the. I think it's the second Saturday then. I think. Oh, the second Saturday. Oh, okay. Because I think the way that I don't know, maybe maybe it isn't. Okay, well definitely. I know it's not the same day as ours. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, that's good. So you know, it's yeah. So is the seventeenth on a Sunday or a Saturday? Saturday. It's a Saturday. Okay. So, um, but definitely check out. Could they check out the calendar to find they, out? Okay, well, definitely. No, okay, not, gotcha. It, no. <laughs> but I can tell you when hotter than July is. It's Wednesday, July 26th through Sunday, July 30th. So, so you know what? I think we should all have our gay cards renewed um, because none of us know when Friday is. Yeah, we got problems. <laughs> this funny. group of four. Exactly. Goodness. Some activists we are. That's right. Dang, we're getting all distracted with babies and... Moving and all that good stuff, but yeah, goodness, you're not moving or having a baby dance. So I don't. What's your excuse? <laughs> June 23rd and 24th is Lansing Pride. Oh, I Fantastic. was completely wrong. You're in the wrong direction. <laughs> That's okay. So almost a month later would be hotter than July. And maybe cool. we can get somebody from Michigan Pride on the show to give us some. That would be great. Uh, some thoughts. Yes, exactly. To re restamp our gay cards. That's right. Definitely. So, what else is going on at RAP? Um, well, we're getting all settled in. We're all settled in. Okay. Um, we've got a lot of groups that are meeting there. And, Fantastic. You know, everything's just going well. Still working on getting the health department there for STD testing and. Um, but you can still get HIV testing, right? Yes. Okay. Sundays uh, between nine and eleven, and Mondays between three and five. Great. Um, any else? any new groups that have started? Uh, um. There's an LGBT um, business network that's fairly oh, new. Oh, nice. And that's just a bunch of um, LGBT business owners or managers or people who are business people. Okay. Um, who just want to network with other LGBT um, people. Business and the, folks. Business okay. folks, yeah. So they're meeting. They meet on... Um, it's on the calendar. Okay. <laughs> www.rap-up.org. Okay. And go to our calendar. It's it's on Thursday. But I think it's the third Thursday. But I'm okay. But check I the left calendar. All my notes at home. You okay. Know. So check the you calendar and, and yeah. wrapup.org and right. find out some new stuff and yeah. But that's that's a newer group that's pretty. Um, they're growing and I'm trying to spread the word about that. For some reason this week it's on my mind. So. Okay. Which yeah, group was works. this again? I'm sorry. LGBT Business Network. And that's a really important. Yeah. 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 Well, great contacts with folks and right. Mm-hmm. Season. And I've also been talking to someone who's potentially going to start a women's group up again. Great. The Business Network meets on uh, the 25th of this week, of this month. month. Of this month. Next Thursday, not tomorrow. Okay. Cool. So it's the 4th. Okay. Well, that's exciting news about the women's group. Please keep us posted. I will definitely. Yeah. I'm I'm working on that. 
I mean, I can't start it myself, or I would, but we I'm working with people who can. You can only be so gay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> can't just stop so somewhere. Much you can do. <laughs> and is, if anyone out there is interested in starting up a group and just needs help with it, Right. Let me know because that's we yeah. have plenty of space and time available, and I would love to have as many groups meeting as possible to meet as many needs as possible. Terrific! But I can only start so many, and I've got like yep two, three. I don't even remember. So yeah, yes. Well, and I think that's what reps for is to be able to help you know birth a lot of um, exactly. uh, groups right. and like get them mother. up and going. Yes, right. You know, and as they grow and 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 become more independent and right and. Uh, well, like we used to have a bisexual group, and now we don't. And mm-hmm. I would love to have an, another group that was mm-hmm. um, something for bisexual people to, right. you know, there's nothing out there. Right, right, but exactly. I know, but maybe it's just because I'm not bisexual. Okay, great. It's not what I heard. If I was <laughs> leaving, I would do it. But I'm leaving you. Sorry. Oh, no, I don't want your Diet Coke. Because oh. <laughs> it's got Jeremy super cooties yes. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and kind of talk about an article I found in the uh, Between the Lines. So um, we'll see you on the other side. So anyway, so I found this article in the Between the Lines, and it's in the um, May 11th uh, program, Volume 14, Issue 19, um, and um, and I and it, it kind of I started to get reminded about um, the about some of the rhetoric that um, the right is using um, or the media media is using uh, for uh, toward uh, immigrants um, or as we're also now politically what I'm hearing is our guest workers uh, and um, and and trying and I and I and I'm hearing these the the, the same thing over and over and over that I heard about um, African Americans or different races um, I'm hearing about the gay community um and and one of the things that was bothering me is that what what triggered it for me was we need to get rid of all these guest workers because there is uh, because they're going to be bringing disease um, and they bring disease into our country uh, and uh, they're going to spread disease and 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 I was like you know and it triggered for me the same argument that used to happen around uh, gay people and HIV mm-hmm. right and. And so I, I just I just wanted to kind of talk about just about rhetoric and 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 some of the things that they're also saying is like for instance that um, they're engaging in illegal activities you know same thing they use against gay people again um, or that they're um, uh, taking our jobs away and and then when they started polling like what kind of jobs are they really doing it's and I'm not saying that they're jobs that people don't want to do um, but I'm seeing that they're really not taking jobs away from us at all. Um, and it's really only five percent of our of, of America anyway. So it's not like they're not um, they're they're using the same type of fear tactics right. of of mm-hmm. of, um, of employment, which they were using with gay people about oh then they're going to ask for affirmative action and making sure that we employ you know one of the LGBT people in their in their offices or in the community. But I, I think the issue of immigration because primarily the immigration that we're talking about are people who are coming from South America, Mexico, crossing over the borders. I mean, those issues sort of seem not like, oh, they're going to ask for affirmative action. Well, we already have an affirmative action for the Latino community, for the African-American community already within within the laws that we have of our land. So saying that now they're going to ask for more, well... They already have that, so. Well, right, but they're sort afraid that they're gonna. But it isn't necessarily linked to to um, 
they're not necessarily linking them to affirmative action. I was more saying that the, like with gay people, that oh, oh, oh then oh. they're gonna if we start giving them rights, then they're gonna they're gonna start asking for for, for affirmative action. But there is that rhetoric that's happening about that they're gonna be taking our jobs away. That we already have so many jobs going overseas that now the little jobs that we have now that people are not gonna have. There's not gonna be enough jobs for people in um, in the states. Well, couldn't we work on that? first problem before we try and deal with the little jobs well i agree and 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 i do agree that 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 would be one issue but the the other part that that instead of focusing on on the people or the immigrants or the guest workers that we're using now um there's somebody employing them right why aren't we going after the corporations you know, and the only thing I, can, I think link I could hear think about is that there's probably the same corporations that are wealthy that are funding the the political parties, and so therefore, and I'm not going to say just Republican either, no, because they're right. funding you know the Democratic parties as well. Mm-hmm. So these corporations that are donating to um, major political parties, you know, that they're not being affected by it. Um, they're not being, you know, like why aren't we going after? Um, the, the these major companies, these major farmers, these major uh, like Walmart or why you know these construction companies that um, you know that are employing them at a lower wage and and uh, employ and actually putting them on the payroll. It's 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 right. if there if there were no jobs to get, then they wouldn't be coming here. I, I guess is my thing. Um, well, and I mean, and that. The thing the the my biggest issue behind this whole anti-immigration thing. First of all, it's completely racist. Yes, it's right, disgustingly racist. But also, it's like. Well, wait a minute. How? Well, because immigrants are primarily people of color. Yes. At least the immigrants that most of these they're not talking about immigrants from Eastern Europe. Or Russia, yeah. Yeah, they're talking about immigrants from like what Meredith was saying, mm-hmm. South America, Mexico. Um, mm-hmm. Central America, places like that where their skin is brown. Yes. And um, so it's it's certainly, the, and they speak a different language. Yes. And that's a whole big thing. But, I mean, my biggest thing is that why, what's the big effing deal? It's not like we don't have enough right. to go around. Mm-hmm. Right. There's this fear of this scarce, scarcity of resources that's just not true. Mm-hmm. And it's just about distribution of resources. That's the difference. Yes. I mean, we were more like socialist about our distribution of resources, the amount of immigrate, like that could cause problems. Right. It would be totally different. We wouldn't worry about, Oh, they're going to come over here and they're going to take our jobs away. You know what? They're not taking the, whose job are they taking? Right. They're not taking my job. They're not taking any of our jobs in here. Nope. You know, it's not those jobs that they're taking. They know who they're taking jobs from other poor people. Yep. Yes. Well, but I wonder how the African American community feels about the issue of immigration when such a large number of African American men are unemployed, don't have the education. But but I think that that and I understand that. I'm, I'm just wondering, like you know, so we like what we need to start fixing some bigger problems before we focus on the fact that some people are crossing the border. Right. Okay. Right. Thank you. That's where I was hoping you were leading yeah, to. It's it's not saying, Meredith, we need to talk. <laughs> right. well, and but, uh, um, but at the same time, I mean, we do have to focus on the fact that we don't have jobs for people who are here right now, illegal yeah. or not legal. I mean, like yeah. we can't, we can't handle the problems of, of people who are here. So why don't we fix those problems and then focus on what are we going to do about people who want to come into our country for a variety of reasons right um but i guess i don't want to fix those problems uh around i guess i don't want to blame um a group of people that are take blame a group of people for why we have unemployment no i don't think that you can blame a group of people but you have to consider the fact that there are we need to address some of those issues before we can. And I think that that ones. should be the the rhetoric that's going on is about unemployment and or right. or um you know or or good paying jobs um the jobs that are, you know that we can actually that are there where people can have a living wage mm-hmm. um and rather than saying than blaming a group blaming these immigrants or these guest workers for to do doing all these jobs. And I want to come back to what you're saying about you know. Pull, politicians and and that i think that this is a the immigration issue is classic and a classic example of 
politicians talking out of both sides of their face. Yes. Because on one hand, they're like particularly Republicans. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I think Democrats are too, but they're very pro-business. Well, that's why we give businesses tax breaks so that they can, you know, we can encourage capitalism. We can do that. And what do they, what do those businesses do? It, in order to turn a higher profit, they take their the actual work of their company offshore, you know, somewhere else um, like Mexico or India or someplace like that and where they can pay a lower wage, not pay health care, whatever, retirement. And, retirement, and they can turn a higher profit. But then what's left are these are jobs that are... I've, what I'm really seeing as I myself have looked for a job in the recent year is that there's a heck of a lot of jobs that are low paying, no advancement possibilities. And those are jobs that, you know, if you're desperate, you'll work those mm-hmm. jobs. And yep. I think that immigrants in particular have more sense of desperation around having a job than than or, I do or that other people do. Or that where their, their life, where they came from. I mean, that was right. one of the things that I hit me with this article was the fact that where they're coming from is where there's major poverty, where mm-hmm. there's um, there are wars going on, where there right, you know right. there's there's no they're they're having you know health issues. Um, that well, their money, our money, also goes further in putting food on your table. Yes. And if you're living in Mexico or Colombia or or right. any of those third world mm-hmm. nations, where you know. It's a very different thing. If you're getting paid 525 here and you're sending a majority of your money home to Mexico, your family is getting a lot more for your dollar, so mm-hmm. to speak. But at the same time, what does that do to your family? I mean, you now have kids who, whose parents leave them, you know, in Mexico to go find other jobs. The right. Kids who are looking. You right. mean that there's a huge number of kids in Mexico and other third world countries that don't have parents who don't have guidance, you know, large, large communities and that don't have that because parents are leaving to come here. And part of it is that Mexico and other countries need to do better by their farmers and campesinos and all of those people who have been sort of the backbone of the of the farming culture there but have not been paid the way that they should be. Mm-hmm. So, But isn't that also what all our 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 um, ancestors have done absolutely i mean that's what so why shouldn't we allow other folks to do that i mean right that's and one I, of the to bring it back around to your original question about the rhetoric being so similar to the anti-lgbt rhetoric and the racist ed- rhetoric is that it, it's all about like they're an other we must make them different yes. from us yes. and that and they can't have our stuff and they right. use it because it works and it works because people it it's, it's really easy people. to make people afraid using yes. that kind of rhetoric and and fear is a powerful motivator. Yes. Yes. It's very powerful. Especially if you, you know, tend to live a little paranoid anyway. Like, yeah. like most Americans do. Right. So mm-hmm. it's really easy to scare people into thinking, oh, they can't have my job. They can't have my job. You know, they're not going to come take your job. Nobody's coming to take your job except unless they're more qualified than you. Right. Like, right. Yeah. That's the person who's yeah. going to take your job. Right. Yeah. So. And I yeah, think that I need. I think we need to do something like create a North American Union or something like they did in the EU, and just open the borders to everything and just go work where you want to work, move where you want to move. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but and I think that that's where I mean that's I, I guess that is I'm trying to identify the. A lot of the right, because wasn't it NAFTA is where they tried to do that with Canada, Mexico, do or whatever? Do a little bit more free yeah. trade, yeah. which do is a little actually more free trade. not Go necessarily a good thing that they did. Like the way that they did it didn't pan out the way that they hoped it would. Uh, anyway, okay. what were you yeah. saying? But I think that that's where, but even with that, is that there was, a, even when NAFTA was trying to go through, the rhetoric that came out with that of how, again, it's going to take jobs away, that we're going to have be, you know, and, and, um, and I'm even starting to challenge some of the things. I'm starting to think about challenging some of the ideas around, like, for instance, the credit card reform that they did it, and the limits that they're putting on for um, on whether you can be able to get a student loan that they're starting to do. Um, it's like if we can just keep the people dumber, 
um, and not um, aware of right. the of world politics or a little bit more mm-hmm. expanding from their world, then we can use this rhetoric much easier um, and 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 have them vote emotionally versus logically. Right. Um, and and and, and I'm and so I'm when I'm hearing the same argument over and over and over, but you just take out immigrate immigrants or guest workers and you put, put gay in, people yeah. in, or you take out gay people and you put in uh, the black community, or mm-hmm. right. it's it's I'm I'm I I'm I'm I guess the thing is I'm I'm, I'm getting tired of having us having the same conversation and using the same rhetoric you know back at them you know the same argument but just changing our words you know saying well okay well let's think about you know disease and employment and um and health care and family values and you know what and so i guess that's where i was trying to get the conversation to go with with us tonight but it sounds like we're uh uh, oh, that's right. None of you have the earphones on. <laughs> I can uh, hear it, though. Oh, you can hear yeah. it? Oh, okay. I, I can hear say. the music. And I can see the clock. Gotcha. So, well, thanks for uh, at least listening to me uh, vent for a little bit. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, Dan. Thanks for tuning into Closets Are Foreclosed on WCBN-FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. You can contact us by calling 734 763 3500. That's 763 3500. Or you can write us here at the station at 530 SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. Or at our IPSI office, you can reach us at P.O. Box 980070, Ypsilanti, Michigan 48198. The views and opinions expressed on Closets Are Foreclosed are solely those of their speakers and are not the opinions of WCBN or our licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns, I'm Christy Cardinal. See you at the same time, same place, next week, Wednesday from 6 to 7. Peace. Thank you.